actually a subject I like better, to be honest with you. Can you say that with me? God is... One more time. God is... God is good. Come on, let's talk about it. There are five questions that I went over last week. The problem is we ask the wrong question. That's why we think God's not good. Why did God let me lose my job? Why did God take Mama? Why, why did God... Uh, you know, allow the person I love to, to betray and leave. You can just fill in the blank. Yes or no? Say. Why did God, you know, let my child die? Why did God let me get cancer? Why did God... And you, we're asking the wrong question. Listen, you keep asking the wrong question, you're going to get the wrong answer. But the Bible has five questions. I went over them last week. Not going to do it again, the whole message. But there are five questions that I should ask myself often so that I can know without a doubt that God is good. And here are those questions. Let's pop them up. Those five questions. Say them with me. Ask yourself. Here's question number one. Say it with me. Come on. If God is for me, can anyone successfully stand against me? The answer is no. Well, that's a good God right there. Amen? Say. Got to ask the right question. Number two. Question number two. Help me. Will God ever hesitate to give me whatever I need for my ultimate good and sanctification? The answer is no. God's a good God. These are right from Romans chapter 8. Question number three. Help me. Can anyone ever successfully press charges against me in God's court? The answer is I'm a believer in Christ. He is my advocate with God the Father. But not only that, all authority and judgment has been given into Jesus. So Jesus is the judge. Wait a minute. You mean I believe in Jesus? I do. And you mean he's not just your lawyer. He's your judge. He's my lawyer and my judge. I'd say the case is settled. Amen? Say. Amen. God's a good God. Number four. Question number four. Help me. Can anyone ever condemn me to eternal death and damnation? As a believer in Christ, can anyone ever do that? The answer is what? No. Aren't these better questions than why did God let me lose the house? Say. See, Satan wants God to be a bad God in your mind. But that's just bull. He's a good God. We're just not asking the right question. Number five, last one, help me. Can anyone or anything or any situation or any circumstance ever separate me from God's love? The answer is what? Can we praise the Lord? Come on. Thank the Lord. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're a good Good Father, that's who you are. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. Amen. So now let's go with today's message. Okay. My heart, my heart is my rational, emotional, and spiritual center. That's my heart. That's who I am in my mind and in my emotion and in my spirit. I know that God is good. The Bible says I'm to love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. The Bible says I'm to guard my heart. I'm to keep my heart. You know why? Because if we're not careful, if we're not keeping our heart and guiding our heart and our emotions, we can turn away from God. We can start to think that God is bad. Let's take a quick test. How many in your life, don't lie, please, okay, you're in church, okay. How many would say there has been a time in my life where I believe the devil's lie? And I did believe that God was bad. He was being bad to me, and he's picking on me. Yet we've done that, haven't we? And that'll get down in our heart and our emotions. Guys, we've got to be convinced deep down that God is good, that God is good. And never let anyone shake us from that whatsoever. That's what we must believe. God is right. 
This is what God is good means. God is right. God is proper. God is kind. God is beneficial. God is purposeful. God is meaningful. Say those with me. Let's do it again. Would you say them out loud? It's important for you. God is good. It's not good enough just to say, well, God is good. You need to know what question to ask, and you need to know what the word good means. So say it with me. God is what? Right. God is proper. God is kind. God is beneficial. God is purposeful. And God is meaningful in my life. This is God. He is a good God. I believe that down deep in my heart. Psalm 34. We talked about that in this little series. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is what? Good and blessed is the man and the woman that does what? Trust in See, I believe that. I'm blessed because God's good and I trust in a good God. Yes or no? Doesn't mean bad things don't happen. What's that got to do with anything? Well, I lost my job, lost the house, lost mama, lost this, lost that. You didn't lose God. Say, start it and hit your house last night. He's still holding the planet together. Amen. Your name's still written in the Lamb's book of life. When you die, you still go into heaven. Amen. Say, you still have the Word of God, the hope of God, the peace of God, the Holy Spirit, the living God. See, it's just... We've got to think that way. Who shall separate us? We saw that in that question. From the love of Christ. Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword? It's not going to separate me from God. No, in all these things, say it with me. We're more than what? One more time. In all these things, we're more than what? And there was a lot of nasty stuff up there. Peril, nakedness, sword. That's some bad stuff. Even death. You mean I'm even a conqueror in death? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've stood at many caskets and preached the funeral of a conqueror. Amen. Who's with the Lord. Death's not going to separate us from Him. That's what this is talking about. God's a good God. I'm persuaded, listen, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, say it with me, shall be able to what? Separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Guys, when we think like this, Satan has to take his tail and tuck it and run. Amen? Come on. This is how you stand against the wiles of the devil. It's not just a matter of living right. That's beautiful. You need to live right and do right. But you also need to think right. (laughs) You know, and think right down deep in your soul that God is a good God. And the reason I can preach this, guys, is because I've been lousy at it. I've been lousy at it. I've not done this real good in my life. I'm doing better these last few years, amen, say. But I'm with you. If this is a little tough for you, it's tough for me sometimes. No one, no thing, no situation, no circumstance. No one, no thing, no situation, no circumstance, not now, not ever, shall be able to separate me from the love of Jesus Christ My Lord, it's not going to happen. Do you believe that? Can we praise Him? Come on, would you help me this morning? Come on! Thank you, Lord. Nothing, nothing. I'm not saying you don't have problems. I'm not saying you didn't lose the job. I'm not saying you're not in a situation where a relationship, you know, fell apart. It was a mess. I get that. But but what's that got to do with you turning your face away from God? You need to turn your face toward God. Amen? And know that He's a good God. So I know that God is a good God. I know nothing can separate me from His love. Okay? So now we're going to keep moving forward. So say it with me again. God is what? Good. So we've just been going back and covering some ground. Let's see where we're going to go today. This is a word that you hear it out there sometimes. It's a new word. I never heard this word growing up. How many never heard synergy growing up? I don't even know what synergy is. 
I heard energy. But now you hear some of these hot shots say synergy and synergy and synergy and whatever. Okay? So, but you know what? I looked it up. Synergy. The Greek word here, synergy, synergy, okay? The word means synergy or synergy. You know what that word means? It's in the Bible. It means God is actively working things together. Synergy is actively working things together. That's what that word means. That's a good word, ain't it? Say, I need to start saying that word more. <laughs> synergy. Actively working things together. I want to talk to you about synergy a little bit. Again, I looked this up several years ago. Synergy. Actively working things together. See that old puzzle piece right there? God is able to take the broken pieces in our life or the puzzles, the pieces that don't fit together. And God, through His wonderful grace and kindness and mercy, is able to put the pieces back together in our life. One more time. How many would say my life was broken? It was a mess. The pieces were not together. And God has helped put back the pieces of my life. Can I see some hands? That's just a beautiful testimony this morning, isn't it? That's beautiful. Synergy. That's what that word means. It means to make things connect. God's a good God. And the greatest synergy verse in the Bible is this one right here. My mama was a drunk. My mama didn't know the Lord. My mama cheated on daddy. My mama drank herself silly every night. My mother was not what you'd call a model mom. However, mom would beat your tail. I'm going to tell you that right now. And mom would make us straighten up and fly right. It was weird. She lived this way, but somehow she raised six crazy kids. You know what I mean? But mom didn't know the Lord. And she catted around. And she ended up taking up with this fellow who was a mean man. And uh, he started shacking up and living with mom. And I was just the, la I was the last kid at the house. And uh, it just seemed to me at that time in my life, I disappeared. Mama didn't care about me. And mama cared about this fella. That was all right. I had sports. I did what I was going to do. But I sort of started living like the devil and living on the street a little bit too and just playing ball and stuff like that. But one night, mama, after this guy had done started catting around on her. She had married him, lived with him for several years, and she married him back in April. Now she's sitting there. He's catting around on her out somewhere cheating. Boy, it's a horrible story, isn't it? <laughs> Sounds like TV, doesn't it? And mom's sitting in the recliner in the living room back in 1977, and Billy Graham, the preacher, came on TV and said, God loves you. I don't know exactly what it was because I was out partying. After I got done partying, I came in. I saw mama sitting in that chair, and she was crying. Mama never went to church. And mama said to me, we're going to church in the morning. I cussed her out. Went to my room next morning. Mama got up. We had no car. Had no way to church. Didn't have anything to wear to church. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. We went to church. I walked with mama up Caroline Street to the first church we came to past Willie Reed's Grocery. We heard that God loved us there. We went back home. Mama drank, got drunk, lived her same crazy life, depressed. I was crazy too. We went back the next week. We went back the third week. The third week, the preacher gave the invitation like he did every week to receive Christ, that God loves you. Like I do here. I talk, talk to you at the end of a service about putting your faith in Christ. Mama did. Mama came down, put her faith in Christ. I came with her because I'm a nut, okay? What am I going to do? You're not going to leave me back there on the fourth row. So I came down with Mama. 
And a man named Ralph Reeder started talking to me about, Gary, God loves you. Gary, you're a sinner. And I knew all that. I'm a sinner. But I didn't know about Jesus loving me and stuff. But best I knew how, I received what he said. And Mama immediately, she went home, took out her Paps Blue Ribbon, poured it down the cast iron kitchen sink. Her life was changed, I'm telling you, quick. It was crazy. My life didn't change that quick. took a while. took a few months before I started noticing Christ in my life. But here's what happened. Won't long after Mama became a Christian, I saw something on the refrigerator. On the coffee table. Those coffee tables that have the glass on the top. You know what I'm saying? If you have children, don't get one of them, okay? Hey, they're pretty when you get old, but when you get a young, forget about it, because that's what we are. Yeah, so, but underneath the coffee table, there's a, a, a card, three-by-five card, and Mama had wrote that verse on it. That's a different house to live in. Amen, say. And then it was on the refrigerator. We know all things work together for good to them who love God. Here's Mama, a new Christian, doesn't know the Lord, just but just for a little bit. Got a husband that's, she's married, horrible mistake to marry him. And he's catting around cheating on her. But best she knows how, she's believing things are going to turn out for good. Is that a crazy Mama or what? That became my mother's life verse. If you saw my mother, that verse started getting into my mom over the years, and she would light up the room when she would come into any room. You would not know she was living with a man who cheated on her, and when he'd come home, he'd beat her. You just wouldn't know that about mama. This verse absolutely transformed my mother's life. I wish mama had left him. Several years later, he shot and killed my mother. And I hate that. But Mama left me something. She left me a legacy. And at her death, I chose this as my life first. Would you say it with me? And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called according to His purpose. And I'm not going to try to preach Mama's story today. The point is, people, well, how did it work out for your Mama? She was killed. My mother's in heaven. I believe my mother's last words were, you can't threaten me with heaven when she looked at the 357 Magnum. I don't like that. I don't want anybody in abusive situations to stay in those situations. But life's just not that simple, guys. There's a lot of mess going on that people are trapped in. It's hard to get out. I'm so proud of my daughter, Elise, who works with the Center for Abuse and Rape. And she'll call me. The other day she came to the office just crying. She's just crying. Elise come in the office, she's crying, goes past Roger, past Alex. Elise is just crying. And the first thing I said, did you lose your job? She's like, no, I didn't lose my job. I'm just so thankful that you're such a good daddy. Because she's counseling people who are so hurting, so abused, so broken. But I'm glad that she has, she's, she's followed in, at least for this part of Elise's life, she's following in, in a good path, amen, to help women like her grandma. And she gets to go in, yeah, praise the Lord, I love that, I love that. She went last year in the public schools all over our county and told grandma's story. And the kids had to sit there because it was school and they had to listen to this story, amen. They couldn't get up and leave, I love that, amen. And uh, they love the story, and she's getting to do that again this year, so This verse transformed my mother's life. I'm not saying that when you say God is good, 
that your problems are going to go away. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're going to be able to rise above whatever the crap is you're going through and know that God loves you, you have faith in Him, and you can have a blessed life and a good life. I know that sounds crazy, but guys, it is possible. Y'all hear me, yes or no? And to have that faith, not crazy faith. Somebody's threatening your life. Hey, look, it's horrible to live with somebody like that. You ought to get out. Amen? It's just not as easy as people say it is. Okay? Not talking about staying there, hurt, getting hurt like that. No, I'm just trying to say, in life, there's a lot of mess. And when you have this kind of passion, like Mama had, for the Word of God and for this verse, great things can happen in your life. So let's just look at it now. And we're going to unpackage it a little bit. Raj, just push me a little bit. I took too much. And we know. Let's look at the verse. And we know. To know intuitively. What does that mean? This is synergy. This is a verse that is all about synergy that God is going to take no matter what it is in my life. And it's going to work out for good because I love Him. And that's His promise. And it will happen. We know this. What does that mean? To know intuitively. It's not just something you can just uh, just know in your head. You've got to get this down deep. Down in my gut. I know. I know. I know. God has my back. And I know this was horrible what happened to me, or maybe in your life. This is a horrible situation, but God, you're going to see me through this. i got to believe that. Y'all hear me or not? Okay? You can't do this unless you have that kind of belief. Deep down in my gut, in my heart, in my heart, rationally, emotionally, and spiritually, I know this is true. This verse is a promise from God. No matter what's going on in my life, God, you are able. And God, you are faithful. You are not an unfaithful God. Satan's a liar. He's trying to tell me you're unfaithful. No, you're not. You're a great God. Talk to God like that. Amen? Come on, down deep. I have no doubt. I am absolutely what? Positive. And guys, when you're in trouble and you're hurting, you get around these negative people that's going to make you think God's picking on you, lose them. Did you hear me say I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to your whining and your crap that's trying to pull me down. I'm going to believe God, and I'm going to get through this. Amen. Say, you've already seen the hands lifted today. There's a lot of people that testify this was their life, and God has worked it out for good. Amen. Say, how many would say there's no way, you thought there's no way the mess you were going through, there's no way that God could work it out for good. You thought that there was no way He could fix this mess. There's no way! And He, and he did. And He did. You've got to believe. Amen? Yes or no? Come on. And we know that all things work together for good. Keep pushing me. I know. I know. Synergy. Listen, I know. God is actively working all things together. That's that word what? Say it with me. He's actively working all things together for my good on my behalf. And I can't help but keep thinking about Mama. Mama changed the world. Mama changed the biggest world Mama ever changed was mine. Look at what Mama did. Mama, the other kids were all younger, older than me. I was the youngest. And she didn't have one chance with those young'uns to talk to them about Christ, about living for the Lord. But the little time Mama had with me, because I was 16, then I went off to college, what an impact Mama made on my life. And I ain't been the greatest preacher, 
But the bottom line is the impact Mama made on my life has affected thousands of lives because of her impact on me. But Mama made an impact on my town. The time that she was saved, everybody knew her as that waitress who did a good job at the restaurant but was sort of crazy and was a drinker and, you know, the marriage was shot and she was hanging out with this crazy guy. And that's Mama, okay? Then they got to see Mama who was born again. Mama who didn't have a car but Mama who would, had a garden and she would go to the bank and take them okra and a little bag and fresh tomatoes when she'd deposit a little check. I went by the flea market just this past week in Rockingham. There it was on the highway. Mama would get little stuff on the road and things like that. She'd take it there and she'd sell it. Every Saturday. Crazy. Junk. Just a bunch of junk. Somebody would buy it. And Mama had something to give to church and give to others. You'd come in our home and you'd pull back a curtain and there'd be all kinds of supplies because Mama rebated. She'd get tops and people didn't want to rebate how many don't like to rebate at all you just don't like that but if you knew a woman did it you would give her those box tops and things like that so she could do it wouldn't you well that was my mama and she was able to give to people she had a grocery store in her house where people who were less fortunate could come in and get stuff she was not ashamed when a woman had you know menstrual cycle they'd come to the house and get tampons that was my mama i never thought i'd be 54 years old and say tampons but i did it okay God's good, ain't he? Hey, toilet tissue, whatever it was. My mama changed people's lives. Even though she lived with the devil, God was still a good God to her. Y'all hear me, yes or no? This is powerful. I can't talk about this verse without talking about mama. It's just crazy. She's always in, she's in it. God does this for who? And we know that all things work together for good. God does this synergy thing for who? To them who love God. To them who are the called according to His purpose. This is who God does that for. Do you love God? Oh, it don't matter if I love God. It matters a whole lot if you love God. Amen? You just think about it as a parent. you got a kid you love, and that kid loves you. No matter how old they get, you'll do anything for that kid. Amen? And you, you care for them. You want to help them. That's God. We love Him. He loves us, but we love Him back. And He actively is working, making things work out for good in our life. I don't, I don't buy the TV preacher stuff. Okay? Name it, claim it, blab it, have it. I can say it and it all of a sudden happens. I don't buy that, guys. But I know this. You believe God. You trust God. It's not to say you're not going to be poor. <laughs> okay? But I'm going to tell you something. You're going to be filled with the Spirit. You're going to have a great life. You're going to have a great attitude. You're going to be happy. You hear me? Yes or no? Regardless of the circumstances. It's not about the stuff. It's about the Savior. It's about knowing Him. And getting to know Him. When you love Him, He will do this for you. He did it for me. I'm a screw-up. Greatest pain I ever went through in my life was five years ago. Not losing Mama, but losing a wife. That I loved. That's hard, man. How many know it's how hard that is? Say, it's hard. It's hard, ain't it? It's hard. But you know what God did? In my brokenness, I just kept looking to Him imperfectly, but I loved Him. 
kept loving you. And you know what God did? He put the pieces back together in my life. Did he put the pieces back together? He made the puzzle bigger. I got little pieces named Danny and Abby now. Yeah, little pieces of Danny and Abby. Yeah, crazy. I was talking to a young man today who is a friend of mine. He was struggling. He was in the first service. A good young man. I love this guy. He's about 28, 29. I love him. Good hard worker, successful. But he, he's not fulfilled. He wants somebody else in his life. He wants somebody to love. He wants a family. And I love this guy. He's a jewel, this guy is. And when I'm talking to him, little Danny walked up and gave me a banana. And I could see in his face, he's longing for the day when somebody's like that's going to walk up and give him a banana. Did you hear me or not? I know it's a crazy story. I'm just trying to say, what I'm talking about today is not spooky. God will work things out for you. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? If you love Him. I hope this, marriage, this, this thing ain't wearing you out, this message. So who does God do this for? Every believer in Jesus Christ, not for the perfect, the, truth, the truly and sincerely saved. Amen? This isn't just for the perfect. Oh, if I'm perfect, He'll do everything. You're not going to be perfect. That's bull. That's another lie of the devil. To get you to get down on yourself. Hey, we need to live for the Lord and do the right thing. But this is for believers in Christ, the truly saved. Why does God do this? Why does God do this? For His purpose. God has a purpose in your life. I don't understand it. I believe sinners sin. I don't believe it was God's will for my mother to be shot in the face. Okay? That was not God's will. That was an evil man on planet earth who acted like the devil. I don't believe broken homes are an act or will of God, okay? Say, the pain and the suffering that happens when homes are split apart. But you know what? We have such a great God (laughs) that He can take crap like that and turn it out for His purpose. I think I'm a better preacher today and a better person because of the death of my mother, the way she was killed. That's a crazy statement. I believe I'm a better pastor and better person, better father, because of the pain I endured several years ago. Was that God's plan for Gary to get hurt? I don't think so. I think I live on a fallen planet where bad things happen. But I thank God that I've got a God watching over me who can take those puzzle pieces and He can work them and He can fit them because He loves me. Amen? Are y'all hearing me? Praise the Lord. Good. Good. And that ain't just for the preacher. That's for you guys. Are you hearing me? This Bible stuff. I don't need the Bible. You know whatever one of you ought to do today? Get a three by five card and write it on this card and stick it on your refrigerator. You hear me? And get, go get your glass coffee table and put it on the table and stick it under there. And see if your life doesn't start changing by believing it. Believing it. Believing it. Believe it. Instead of complaining every time something goes wrong, say, God, you're going to make this work out. I just know you are. The job ain't, if you lost your job, well, God, you know I lost my job. But God, 
You have another job for me. I know you do. And I'm going to keep putting those applications in. I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to be a bum, okay? And I know you're going to work it out for me. Y'all hear me today. This is country preaching, but this is good stuff. Jesus Christ is conforming. The Lord God is conforming in me into the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. That's what Romans 8, 28 is all about. The pain I've gone through, the pain you've gone through. How can I be like Jesus without pain? Say, he suffered. I guess I'm going to have to suffer. I guess I'm going to have to have some mess in my life. But the beautiful thing is that God's working this out for my good, for his purpose. That's a beautiful thing. He's conforming me into the image of his son. Verse 29, for whom he did foreknow, he also did what? Predestinate me to be conformed into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. God is conforming me. He is molding me, making me more into like his son. How many would say you're more like Jesus today than you were years ago? Can I just see a hand? I'm more like Jesus. I'm not saying you are Jesus and you're not saying that, but I'm more like him. I'm more like him. (laughs) Amen. I'm still missing the mark a long way, but I'm more like him. That's his plan for my life. I have peace in knowing that all things of every description that touch my life are overruled by God for my personal good. Can you say that with me? That all things of every description that touch my life are overruled by God. For my personal good. That's why mama. That's why mama could light up a room. How can you live with the devil. And still go somewhere and light up a room. With a smile. With kindness. Mama just had that confidence. That God was in charge. And I don't like the situation she lived in. I don't like, I hate the way she died. But I love the way Mama lived. I love the way Mama lived. Oh, I want to be like Mama. You'll still, me, still see me scrounging. You know what a guy called me the other day? I, was, I took Kim to a family reunion up in Carolina for a couple of days this past week. I got a phone call from a, pretty, a guy who's pretty well-to-do. And uh, he, on the phone call, started like this. Pastor Clark, I know you're a scrounger. (laughs) And I got a client that's got some pretty nice carpet. He's taken out of his house. And I want to know if you might like to have it. I want that reputation that I'm a scrounger. You know where I got that from? Take a wild guess. Mama. Amen? If I can take something, use it myself, I can take something and have something and give it to somebody else that has need, that's a good thing. Amen? Come on. So that's what Mama was. She would just light up the room. She'd light up the town. This verse teaches that all things in my life may not be good. It might not feel good. 
But my God is able to harmonize these crazy things in my life together for my ultimate what? Is that a good God or what? Do you believe that? I don't know how to live other than to believe this. Amen. Maybe your life is just, you've got a great life and life's just great and it's perfect. Well, I didn't get to live that life. And I got news coming for you. There's going to be some hard days coming for you. If you live long enough, you'll die or somebody you love will die. You really need to take to heart this message today. Amen? Say, what a great verse. God's goal for my life is to mature me into the what? Image of His Son. And I still miss the mark, but I'm very thankful that God has let me go through the things I've gone through. Amen? And uh, I just love giving Him the glory. Amen? He's a great God. It's because, am I done, Raj? Wow, you're killing me. thought I was about done. I was gone a couple of days this week, and I worked with him over the phone. It's because God is good. So we're talking about synergy. Just push me the last little bit, buddy, if you would. Between start and finish the Christian life, there are three steps. There are three steps. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them also he called, and whom he called, he also justified, and whom he justified, he also glorified. There are three steps, called, justified, and glorified. Say that with me. Called, justified, and glorified. Keep pushing me, Rod. Step one. Step one, called. God summoned me, and he's given me salvation. Has he done that for you? If you died today, do you know Christ? I know I'm saved because I was there when it happened. I got the call. Amen? Saved. Did you get the call? I'm saved. I'm born again. I know Christ. I got the call. I picked up the phone. I answered it and said, yes, Lord. Amen. Have you done that? So, step one, I've been summoned. Step two, justified. I've been declared righteous. I've been declared righteous because I have received Christ as my Savior. I've put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And because of that, I've been declared righteous. I am not guilty. And it's only because of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's step two. Amen? You've got to have this. This Romans 8.28 thing ain't going to work for you if you don't have this. If you ain't got the call and you don't know you're justified and have been justified, this Romans 8.28 is Whistling Dixie. Amen? Step number three, glorified. He is conforming me to the image of His Son. That's why there's synergy. That's why there's Romans 8.28 in the Bible. This is a beautiful thing. I'm so glad I'm not in charge, aren't you? Say if I'd have had my way with this building, we'd have never built it. I'm telling you. Or we'd have done it so quick. Or I'd have went and borrowed money. Back in the day, I'd have went and borrowed money. Why don't you borrow money? That's what everybody else does. It builds churches. Is that true for the most part? Absolutely. But God had a different plan for my life. And he spoke to me and he touched my life. Amen? And it was my past. It was things that he taught me that just helped me do this building. I mean, I'm just pointing that out. That's a crazy thing. And I didn't do it by myself. Of course not. We did it together as a team. But the point is, is that God worked all this out for good. Nine years. If you'd have told me we'd built this building nine years raising money, I'd have told you to go jump off a bridge. But it was nine years. Did it happen? And in the meantime, it got the attention of the community 
And we earned a great reputation around this whole town because it just took time. And everywhere I'd go, people go, how's that building coming? And in the worst economy since the Great Depression, we did something that was never done in this town. Nothing ever built in the center of Rotunda ever. We built a building, a large one, a big campus for the glory of God, debt-free for His glory. Amen? It took time and it was painful. Praise, praise the Lord. Come on. Crazy. In the middle of all that, my marriage fell apart. That's crazy, ain't it? Try that. It's impossible. You can't do it. God can. Isn't that crazy, though? I can't even believe I'm talking about it. It's painful. He's getting the credit, though. Amen? I feel like I'm in a psychologist's office today. Shall anyone or anything separate me from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord? The answer is absolutely not. God is good. I know He's good. And He is way too good to me. Amen? Say that with me. God is good. I know He's good. And He's way too good to me. And I'm quitting right now. How about that, Roger? Let's praise the Lord. i got a hush. Amen. Come on. Boom!